All right, everybody, happy Punk-sember. That's right, you heard that right, Punk-sember. So we're, we're actually recording this right now in, uh, in uh, late October, and the goal was to squeak it in before Cyberpunk released on November 19th, but we have had another pushback. So we're expecting <laughs> it December 10th, December 10th. We've only waited eight years, so uh, we can wait a little longer, I think. So uh, this will be coming out though for you into your ear holes a couple of days prior to the release. And what we're kind of looking to do here is go into like a, a kind of extended conversation about cyberpunk in general, what we're excited about, what, how the game's going to work, how, what we're kind of seeing, what the buzz is going to be. We figure their marketing campaign should be done because it should have been over in like a couple of weeks from now. <laughs> so we figure most of the information that's dropped has already dropped. So this will stay fresh. Unless of course you're on our So Patreon. you mean those 15 more things that you need to know before you play Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> right. have started coming out just today <laughs> are Seth, not full of new information. Seth, don't, 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 don't give away all my secrets. That's all I've been doing for the last couple of days. <laughs> 15 lore things you need to know about Cyberpunk. Oh, so, gosh. I've been doing this. the opposite, actually. You've been, you've been hiding? Hiding from the punk? Yeah, I've been hiding. There was, there was one thing I explicitly looked for because it was something I wanted to cover when we do cover this game. And I'm like is this even in the game? Cause I don't want to like expect it and then it not be there, but mm -hmm. I'll, more on that later. Oh, you, you know what though? I forgot something. This is the world craft club. Welcome to the world craft club podcast. My name hey, is James. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what? This isn't just the cyberpunk podcast. I know. I know. It's, 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 it's not, it's not what we wanted. It's what we deserve. Uh, no, so, right. so yeah, it's uh, yeah, this is a, a world craft club podcast. Welcome. 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 My name is James. I'll be your host today. And I'm joined today by Marcus, who you just heard a second ago. Hey, Marcus. Hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to, it's like I said, a unique thing because a lot of the details I may not be aware of, but I, from what I see and what I know about the genre in game, a lot I'm looking forward to. Well, the takes you can get from Marcus will be fresh. They will be fuego. All right, like it's gonna be, the, the takes will be hot coming from Marcus. Muy caliente. All right, Seth, what's going on? You're hey, here too. I am here. Man, I <laughs> was so excited. But oh, I'm so happy all. that I did not schedule my vacation around the game. Oh, dude, Have you did. seen the number of people on Twitter who took days off, two, three days off to play yeah, this game, yeah, and now yeah. they have to either try to reschedule or they have to spend three days of vacation in the middle of November, like not even Thanksgiving, <laughs> just the families. <laughs> <laughs> just staring at the wall thinking I could have been playing Cyberpunk 2077. But you know what? On that wall is their Keanu Reeves shrine. So that's right. So there you go. <laughs> here's here's really the question because we're kind of talking about excitement level, right? So here's my question. How excited are you guys on a scale of one to 10, right? Like one is, what is this cyberpunk you speak of? Who is Keanu Reeves? And 10 is you cracked open a glow stick and got a cyberpunk tramp stamp. Like which, which one, <laughs> which one, where are we at? I am full on tramp stamp. You're full on, you're tramp stamping. All right. Yeah. Marcus, how about you? My excitement usually for this, because of such a long wait times, I force myself to numb it and not think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, as it was approaching, the, that rating was going up and I'm like scheduling my tramp stamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, for on, on release day. Booked in for the tramp stamp. Yeah, like, now, I gotta, now I gotta change my appointment. <laughs> So like now, yeah, exactly. We all had to change our appointments. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I, my, my excitement level right now is I'm kind of like, I'm flipping through the book and I'm looking at the tattoos and I'm kind of like, okay, like it was going to be Dune. It was going to be a Dune tattoo might be cyberpunk. I'm getting pretty excited right now, but like, I, I'm so tentative. I'm so tentative about all these things coming out. I'm, just, I'm ready to be disappointed because I'm British. You may not know uh, it because I don't sound <laughs> like it, but my people crave disappointment. We long to be disappointed <laughs> by things. So there's a sense in which that's part of the enjoyment for me too. So definitely 11, uh, glow in the dark tramp stamp for me, uh, it, it, eventually. 
I, I think I'll come mm. around because like I'm, I'm honestly I've started writing out character sheets and like leveling like I I wanted to play Fallout 4. I got so excited about all the modifications that I knew exactly what weapon I was going to get when I went there and made a beeline for it. I wanted righteous authority and I wanted to mob the crap out of it. And I was really, really excited about it. And I wrote out my character and I actually spec'd it out and I knew what levels I was going to get what. I played it in Survivor from the beginning, survival mode from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. I have the one character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the only way to play. Um, I, but like, in, in spite of the fact that I keep telling everybody that Fallout 4 is boring to me now, I still play it like a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like, it's, I've For joined sure. one of the, the just malcontents that do that. So, but we're not talking about Fallout 4. We're talking about Cyberpunk. So, Mm-hmm. Seth, Cyberpunk 2077. Do you want to just give us a lowdown? What's the deal with Cyberpunk? Sure. So Cyberpunk 2077 is the game of our generation. <laughs> Not quite. Um, I mean, I hope it will be. I hope it will be. But I'm pretty sure it's last generation's game. Wasn't it going to be released like eight years ago? Do you remember that? Well, they, they, they released the first. Yeah. They released the first teaser image for it. I was teased. And oh yeah. And there were a lot of people who were really excited, especially when they heard that CD Projekt Red was the company that was working on it. Yeah. And and this has this actually is in order to really understand what Cyberpunk 2077 is, you really also have to understand the company that's making it and their sort of pedigree. Right. So Cyberpunk 2077 is a world that's um, based around the cyberpunk genre. And cyberpunk is a futuristic um, sort of high-tech science fiction world that focuses a lot on uh, sort of the difference between corporations and individuals. Um, It focuses a lot on liberty and Mm. freedom of expression. And it focuses on what it means to be human, transhumanism. Um, because it, it gets into things like cybernetics or, or um, body modification, that sort of stuff. There's a lot of social commentary in it about corporations and uh, greed yeah. and um, privacy, what's, what's private and what's public, yeah. and who owns what, you know, are you an autonomous citizen or does the corporation that owns your food like all of the food brands all of the clothing brands the place you live the job you work does the corporation own you yeah so there's there's a lot that goes into the genre but the reason that people are so excited about it as a game is not just because of the world i think a lot of people are excited about the world that that we're playing in but there's a large part of the reason that people are excited is is the company that's making this game. They have yeah. a great track record for making these big, very immersive uh, worlds that really suck you in. Yeah, they do a good job of pulling you into the game and making you invested in your, in the character you're playing, uh, and giving you a lot of freedom of choice. Yeah. So CD Projekt Red's. Uh, last big game was uh the witcher 3 which people are Mm -hmm. still playing um you can generally tell how popular a game is by sort of its sales structure Mm. you know how often it goes on sale uh witcher 3 doesn't go on sale like people buy it anyways though right they'll come out with a game of the year edition and and people will buy it and so it's a they have a great history with these games. People have been looking forward to this game for a really long time. Mm. And everything that we've seen just absolutely screams spit polish. Yeah. Which is why Mm. I think half of the community is really upset that the game has been delayed for a fourth time. And half of the community is sort of like, all right, we get it. Like you want it to be perfect. And you're working to make it perfect. So I guess we can wait an extra three weeks. Yeah. That said, I have a grievance to air. Air away. As a member it's of the PC season. <laughs> right? As a as a member of the PC master race, I'm mm-hmm. quite upset because all the reports say that the game works perfectly 
on PC, but because it doesn't work perfectly on some of the next generation consoles, mm -hmm. they are not shipping it. <clears throat> I would like to have a talk with whoever was in charge of that decision, because as far as I'm concerned, everybody else can wait. Dang. I don't know. Are you guys playing on PC or on console? PC master race over here too. P PS4. I'm not even like the new generation. Oh really? <laughs> okay. See, so you would have been fine. They could yeah. have shipped it on PS4. Oh really? It was just it was just PS5. It was just PS5. They wanted to make sure it oh, okay, worked okay. day one out of the box. Yeah. You, you and, know, I, and I appreciate that, right? This is again a testament to the company that's making it. They didn't want they a giant day one have patch. The same starting line. Yeah. They yeah. didn't want the yeah. giant day one patch. Well, well, well look, there, there's 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 also this. There's like um like. I'll say the same thing I said about Bioware when they made Andromeda and it fell over. And the same thing I said about Bethesda with Fallout 76. Eh, you get a mulligan. You know what I mean? It's like once in a yeah. while, once in a while, yeah. like you do, you, you, you do pretty well, a little less with Bethesda in 76, but <laughs> yeah. Bio, Bioware, Bioware with Andromeda, like that was, right. that was a catastrophic failure for a number of reasons. And it was, it was, there's there a lot of stuff going on in there. And I'm sure. kind of like, you know sure. what? Like, I wouldn't say that one was their fault. You, you made Knights of the Old Republic. Like, exactly. You, you deserve yeah. a lot of wiggle room. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to for your genius. So, like, I don't know. For for that kind of thing, I I kind of respect it. They're they're definitely getting um, you know, death threats and stuff, which is which is just like flipping insane. And like, yeah, oh don't do that, people. Yeah, don't do that. Like, I I think that should be like without saying. It's like it's it's it, it's a vidya game. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, it sucks if you took the time off. Like that, I right. I can respect yeah. that. But that's still not like death threat level that's like uh you know i, I don't know I, I don't know what 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 is that what, what kind of grievance how would you how would you angry take meme out? level or something right there yeah you know? absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah i mean I, I only made friendly memes about this it's it's <laughs> i mean you hear stories about people who get really excited for things and then they fall through and you do feel bad like those guys who sent their girlfriends on vacation together uh scheduled an entire week to play diablo immortal or whatever it was that was supposed to come out uh and then no the, it wasn't Diab was it diablo immortal whatever the latest immortal diablo was, the was. Big, yeah whatever the was the big letdown whatever the, the latest <laughs> one was where they took it they took an entire week sent their girlfriends on vacation and then the game wasn't playable for like four days mm. Mm -mm. yeah I bet so as long as we're not in other. that situation as long as we're not in that situation i am <laughs> great <laughs> yeah i'll wait my as, three weeks yeah as yeah. long as the game is playable that's right on the day promised yeah yeah because I, i've got to be honest like it's it's this is the first game that i've actually kind of been like mm, i might take a day off to play <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Just, I've been yeah. Well. um <laughs> i'm planning on it just planning on waiting until it actually comes out mm -hmm. Yeah, but not everybody has that flexibility, you know. And yeah. again, yeah. There were people were saying, "Hey, I took my only vacation for this year." I I, I am fortunate that like I, I need to check my work calendar, but like it's usually my bosses are kind of like, eh, you know what? Okay, like if as long as yeah. it's close enough to the time. But with that said, you know, talking about like how we're gonna play this game in terms of taking time off and having discarded empty soda bottles near us to pee in and whatnot. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about how we're actually going to play this game because we, we, we want to provide a service for you guys. Like we want, we want you guys to get the full experience of, of this game and the, and the world building elements of it. And so we decided to kind of chop up the game a little bit and we're all going to play it in a little bit of a different way in order to get the fullest experience to look into it and to see really where the differences are. So, um, Marcus, why, why don't you kick us off? Like, how are you playing? What's your, what's your play style going to be? What's your build going to be? What are you interested in looking at? All right. So out of, out of the three, uh, lifestyle, like beginnings or origins or however you call them, I think I call them you life get to paths. choose in life path. Yeah, yeah. That you get to pick at character creation. Uh, we're each picking one. And we're each picking one, and I am going to be doing the streets life Ooh. path. Based um, on the mean I streets of Night City. Yeah, I think this is the life path that is mostly uh, advertised as. Mm -hmm. You know, you starting from the bottom and burning the city or whatever, so on and so forth. Um, and I did, I did, like, I 
like I've said, I've been kind of dodging after a certain point, after like mm. the big gameplay, like that 40 minute gameplay walkthrough where you saw a female V for the first time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, after that, I've kind of like been kind of dodging content. I'm just like, nope, this game's awesome. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm game, you know, and you don't need to convince me anymore. So I'm going to try to was hide that the, things. Was that the gameplay demonstration where there was a boob in the screen for like fully like yeah. 30 minutes? I think it was a full rack. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, yeah, it was because you, 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 you were carrying a, a dead or not dead, quite dead woman yeah she was on ice so yeah i I forget if yeah if she was just catatonic or just a corpse she got picked up by by the med express people so yeah yeah and they're like get away and they like push you right so i I assume that she's still alive yeah yeah unless they could they could just have very active uh mortuaries over there (laughs) (laughs) very well armed and pretty serious about it uh and actually that would probably be a side effect because if people are jacking limbs and putting crap on people and pulling them apart right like i kind of like to have an open casket like to have an open casket let's let's just let's not let's not take their body part (laughs) so yeah anyway so you're gonna go for like a street beginning and like this is very much yeah. kind of like the as advertised street rat rags to riches kind of mm-hmm. like night city. Yeah. 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 Kind of like you've seen and through the demos and everything, just kind of uh, the different versions of V just like doing a smash and grab or, you know, yeah, having yeah. A, a shootout on the street. I'm Rad. actually going to play differently than yeah. what is advertised though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been playing, um, recently in the past you know month or so i've been kind of dabbling into watchdogs for a bit <sighs> and so are you uh, gonna get legion you're gonna, uh, be yeah. you're gonna be hacker yeah already pre-ordered legion okay. I, I, I i want i want to make my uh i might have to get it and play with you <laughs> Ooh. uh yeah i want to make my my legion of femme fatale john wicks let's go <laughs> Anyways, but sorry, but, sidebar. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to avoid that rabbit trail because I'm like, I could talk about that for a bit. Um, but no, uh, to stray away from the 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 run and gun and shooting or the like snipers. Usually, I I find myself being the sniper and like yeah. a Fallout game or something. But with this, I think the the world, the sand, this particular sandbox that Cyberpunk 2077 is offering. Um, may I'm going to try to make a very like charisma based and intelligence based kind of fast talker slash hacker character. Yeah. For playstyle, because actually the one thing I did look up, because um, I'm also like creating my character, I wanted to see how far because there's a big emphasis in this game on augmentation, and yeah. you know if you want power. Uh, what are you willing to do and what are you willing to become? Mm-hmm. And I think augmentation may be like unavoidable in some cases. Uh, in I fact, yeah, imagine well, at least one is forced on you immediately because that's how you have yeah. a HUD. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, and there's a whole, like, like we mentioned, there's this transhumanism thing. Uh, and I was going to see how I wanted to check on how, um fluid and are the options in character creation when you're creating a character yeah yeah, and i was and i was like let me check to see if this is a thing so i don't like waste too much time at character creation because that's usually where i spend the most time yeah uh and you know it was confirmed and i was like well the only other game i can think of recently that explored with this was like the saints row games Basically, the character creation was like everything in the kitchen scene, sink, whatever, whatever you want, want whatever whoever you want. you want to be, and whatever yeah. combination, you know. And it's kind of refreshing seeing that again, and it, where it fit that game because it was over the top. It fits that kind of options fit Cyberpunk just because of the yeah, you can just trade out bits of your body whenever you want, you know, again, with this transhumanism thing. And that I think feeds into, are we human? How much have I traded out? You know? Yeah. And plus your junk doubles a flashlight. Oh, really? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be wildly impractical. Freaking James (laughs) praying on my, (laughs) on my, this 
my my lack of knowledge in it. It's like, wait, is that a thing? Well, we we, we should probably preface this a little bit because like we we do have listeners of varying ages. Like the game is definitely adult themed. It deals with a lot of stuff, not not even just like uh, sex related, though that's definitely going to be present. Uh, There's also just going to be shed loads of violence. And also I think a wanton disregard for human life that I think is going to be played. And human rights in general. Yeah, so oh, it's it, so it, it, it's, it's more dystopia. than just human. It's dark. Yeah, it's more right. than just human life because you know the corporations. The whole whole point is that the corporations do not treat people as humans. They're dehumanizing, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and 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 that is distressing just in and of itself. So just 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 an interesting little 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 sidebar there. Just if for some of our younger listeners, this this game is uh, maybe maybe wait until you're 26 before you play it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah. But, yeah. but like you said, with like the system controlling you, being a hacker, I kind of wanted to be like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. Know? If you guys remembered the, uh, like the trailer that came out of the announcement trailer that we mm-hmm. got to see, you know, V for the first time. Yeah. But the second trailer where uh, Jackie died and he had to go do the job, and then he gets mm-hmm. backstabbed. Everybody starts attacking him. Uh, that one, that that trick. I think her name was Bug. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the hacker when yeah. she gets up and it, the camera uh, closes on our eyes and you can just see the hacking data go through her her eyeballs mm-hmm. and mess with V. Yeah. I'm trying to make a character in that scene. My, my V would just be staring right back with data flowing faster and make her head explode. It'd be just like that fight between Saruman and Gandalf. They'd just be staring at each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> falling over. Exactly. Yeah. That's how And it then works. you would exile so, somebody to the top of your tower. Yep. So andro- androgynous Gandalf seems to be your aim, is, is what I'm hearing. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I heard that there was an ability with the same video that was confirming my character yeah. creation suspicions that there was uh, a couple hacking abilities, <clears throat> maybe later on, maybe they're higher level, one that basically unlocks all doors mm-hmm. in your vicinity and one that blacks out all cameras in your vicinity. And for that, I'm like, oh, that's, I think that- I have a name. Yeah. Can I literally just walk in and mm-hmm. hack things and fast talk my way and complete the mission and not have to dirty my hands? That is excellent. I mean, most missions have like seven plus ways to finish them. I so, know. Yeah. I'm excited how far I can, how I, I can push it. You know? Yeah. I'm excited about that, man. So, so look, let's let's move on to Seth because unlike you, as a hacktivist who holds up to your ideals, Seth went completely the other way. He <laughs> sold out, totally sold out. Tell us, you filthy oh, corpo. That's right. Doing? So, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the corp lifestyle. The corpo life path is someone who starts out as a person who is an integral part of the world or is at least completely enmeshed in the world. Not only do that, am I going to do that, but I'm also going to commit to the militant, uh, the militant style. What do they call it? The mil- yeah, mili- the, neo-militarism. So that they're militarism so- style fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, really we're excited. Gonna, actually, oh, we're going to do this. this. This is surprising. Oh, those posters are so good. Surprisingly so, cool. Like I know, yeah. right. Never been this excited about this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm committing full. You know, I'm yeah. going, I'm going all the way in, you know, one of the themes that cyberpunk as a genre really tries to explore is this idea that you don't necessarily own yourself. Yeah. And we tend to, I think because of our Western culture, a mixture of our, our sort of Western individualism and um, our general enlightenment ideals we tend to be very have a very negative view of the idea of selling out. Mm. So what I'm interested in is I'm interested in whether or not the game punishes you for selling out. For selling out. And so Ooh. I plan on literally selling out in every single way possible. That is, right? that is I'm, I want to play the game. I want to play the game inside the game. I want to play the corporate game and see if they have in if the game is big enough in that sense that they have included the option for me to just go full sellout and yeah i'm interested to see what the effect is because it's one thing if they say yeah you can sell out it's another thing if selling out actually gives you an advantage like it would in real life 
And I suspect yeah. it will, because like the way that they're designing this game, apparently there are a series of unique rewards that you get for quests and you don't know what it's going to be. You could that's encounter right. it as you're robbing the house, go, oh, that gun on the shelf, well, I'll take that. You know, then that's a special, <laughs> that's a special unique gun right. that you could only have gotten if you broke into the house and did the quest that way. Or there's a guy walking on the road, he's got a gun on his hip. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe if you're friends with him, he'll give you the gun, the car, the bike, the girl. And mm -hmm. so like, you know, the, the, his the, left arm. Yeah, it's yeah. literally um, an arm and a <laughs> And like, you know, you, you could, you maybe just by talking to them, you get this, right? So like this, this is fascinating because like I've, I've actually picked, uh, I've like, I've kind of con conceptualized this as I was, as I was carrying on here and, and thinking about this, I've, I've picked a life path that's like totally different from, from both of you, right? Like I'm going to be a nomad, right? So the nomads are a group of people who um, have, have run away from city life and they basically live in like off-roading communities in, in varying sizes of, of family, clan, tribe, nation. They're, they're, they can be enormous groups of people, but they often hire, they hire themselves out as mercenaries. They do lots of transportation jobs. They live outside on the fringes of society. So I've always had a little bit of a libertarian streak, so I'm just going to live it out, right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give a total middle finger to all you guys. My, my style is functionally going to be um, the, uh, there's, there's four distinctive styles, right? You've got kitsch, which is your multicolored Liberty Spikes uh, form over function, right? It's the punk. Yeah, the punk aesthetic. And it's, 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 it's a neon pop. Like it is wild, yeah. really, really mm -hmm. cool. Love it. Very, very excited about it. And then you have militarism, which is the very functional sort of very prim, proper matrixy kind of look to it. It's a very like, uh, you know, very functional design, uh, lots of black leather. And then you get the uh, Neo Kitsch, which is like a combination of the two. And that's kind of like the, the the very very rich wear that, and that's very much gold stuff. A lot of the uh, social media celebs and stuff that you mm -hmm. see in in game are are you are wearing neo kitsch, and then you got me right, which is like American flag emblazoned pants that are like cut off at the middle. There's the people who don't <laughs> care anymore, and they wear like you know it's it's like if, just go on people of Walmart. That's effectively what I'll be wearing. <laughs> Do you know what the nomads remind me of? They oh, remind wow. me of the pikies from Snatch. Okay, so you 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 nailed it. That's exactly what I'm doing, right? So like, I sat down and I was like, okay, I want to build this character, and I was really attracted to the cool stat, right? So the cool stat is uh, your nerve. It's your ability to hold steady under pressure. It's your stealth. Also controls your sniper rifles, right? So I was like, I'm just gonna max out cool and forget nearly everything else. But I realized something else. I love crafting crap. And that kind of yeah. fits for the aesthetic for, for a nomad because they need to know how to fix their vehicles. So I'm going to give a little mm -hmm. bit into technical as well because what I want okay. to do is have freaking crazy modded sniper rifles, right? Like, and I'm going to do loads of, you know, personal augmentation and modifications and stuff as well, but I'm going to try to tilt my character more toward the screw all you guys. I don't even want to be in here kind of, kind of style of play yeah. where I'm going to try to get stuff done and it's going to be for my good and the good of my family. And it's going to be, I'm going to play by yeah. the rules I want. I'm going to be the out of towner that comes in and kills you with a sniper rifle before you see him. So I'm going to try my very, very best to run a bruiser. Yeah. Oh, really? Big, big body. So body and reflexes will probably be my two main stats. Probably I'll have to do some technical. I believe that, yeah, technical affects uh, how many mods you can get, how many body mods and stuff like that. So I want to play a bruiser. I'm really worried though, because I have never successfully in any game ever stuck to that path. Yeah, I can't mm. tell you how many times I've kicked up Skyrim, opened it up, I've been like, okay, I'm going to do shield and sword this time. Yeah. And then 15 hours later, I'm sneaking and sniping. And then I'll restart and I'll be like, I'm going to do two-handed weapons. And then 15 hours later, I'm sneaking through a cave, sniping with well, my you, bow. You always want to get the jump on people. That's the thing that right? was like, yeah. so, so this, is, this is a question about the way this game is going to operate in terms of play style, right? Because yeah. like one of the big problems, and, and like this is why I like that we're all approaching this differently. Effectively, it seems like, I, I mean, like I'm a long range combatant, you're super close up and Marcus is like kind of eschewing a lot of combat in favor of having a lot right. of hacking and like social skills in there. So it's going to be fascinating to see it because I have, an, I have a, a strong suspicion that when it comes to main quests, we'll do them differently. 
Like we'll all yeah. do them differently. And this is what I'm this is one of my great hopes for this game. Because I I'm open world games kind of give me the willies a little bit. Like I'm not, I, I don't know, I don't know. You know, it's like I complain about Fallout 24-7 and still play it 24-7, which is the messed mm-hmm. up thing. But it's like, so I'm gonna tell you a little story about Bethesda, right? And this is this is what scares me about this game. So so Bethesda did they took Fallout from a company called Black Isle. And Black Isle did a really, really good job developing this game with a complex series of choices. And the games were really fascinating, really, really interesting stuff. And um, then they kind of took to Fallout. And what they did was they they moved a little bit away from what they were doing. And they went for more of an open world feel. And you could wander around, you could talk to people. They made it like Morrowind. Effectively, they made Morrowind except with a laser rifle. And so they went and did that. And Morrowind was a great game. But was what the best Beth- game. Oh, oh it's exceptional. Goodness. And 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 what, what's been happening over time, though, is Bethesda have kind of gone, you know what, let's rein it back a little bit on the narrative. People like exploring. Let's rein it back a little bit more on the narrative. This is yeah. exploring. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you get Fallout 76, right? They gave up on narrative, and they just made it an open world. There's, there, there's this tension that appears to exist between giving your players enough choices and also allowing the open world to feel vibrant and alive. Because if you've ever played Last of Us or something like that, like those games are very linear. They're very railroady, but the world feels very vibrant and alive. But the right. millionth time you've heard someone ask you if you come to the cloud district often, you get tired of Skyrim's, <laughs> of Skyrim's. It doesn't feel organic mm-hmm. after about, I'd say probably about the 10th hour. About the 10th yeah. hour, it starts to really drain. So that, I'm afraid of that. Anymore. I'm afraid. Yeah, exactly. Not so radiant now, are you, Bethesda? It's like, you know, it's, it, that's, that scares me. That's what scares me about this. Is I'm worried the polish will come off. That's why I'm only flipping through the tattoo book right now and haven't so, seen my tramp stamp yet. One of the things that I really appreciate about, about CD Projekt Red is they are not afraid to deny the player for the sake of the game. And we can see that from The Witcher 3, where there are choices you can make that lock off major sections of the game. I believe you can lock off like 40% of the game and then just make it completely unavailable to you through certain choices. Yeah. Punish me. Right. Punish me. (laughs) If I make a bad decision, make it bad. And that's, well, and it's not even a bad decision. It's just a decision. Yeah. And making that decision has consequences. Yeah. And the next time you play, you don't have to make that decision. You can make a different decision and you get a different result. And mm-hmm. so one of the things I'm really excited about with Cyberpunk 2077, because CD Projekt Red has this pedigree, is the idea that my playing as a bruiser will in no way, shape, or form diminish the game for me when I go back to play it as a hacker. Yeah. When I go back to play it as a stealth sniper, right? When I play it a different way, when I have a different life path, I expect, and from all reports, this is how the game is designed, to have a completely different experience. The idea that a single quest could have seven different ways of approaching it and solving the problem Mm. is really really exciting well now an interesting thing is that cyberpunk apparently does not have like so you know how like there's a few games out there where they try to be as open world as possible but if you kill a major character like if you kill vivek or something in morrowind it just goes oh the game's over sorry like you know you have to you have to try again i hope you have i hope you have a save yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I remember running into that message multiple times. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, and, and and apparently the way cyberpunk works, though, is you should, like, I don't know if you can do anything, but you fail forward, right? Like, this is right. a typical TTRPG thing is when the players screw something up, you don't give them a chance to do it again. You let it change the scenario and you let them move forward in it. So my understanding is that failing missions doesn't stop the game. It just right. affects it. So, like, I mm-hmm. think we need to make a a a, 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 a no save scum like covenant oh. here, right? Like, oh, but I'm uh, such a save scummer. I know, I know. <laughs> I love. I want to see how. How all am I going to do this? So, how am I going to do this though? I, I, I think <laughs> just I think running we, in well, because well, that, from what yeah. I understand, the and and this is something that I'm worried about with yeah, this yeah. game, specifically because of the way I plan on playing it. 
a lot of the enemies from the footage that we've seen seem to be bullet magnets. They're sponges. And uh, yeah, it makes me a that's sick. not great for, hey, we're just going to go straight combat every time, right? Because I don't plan on playing it on the easiest difficulty, right? I want some challenge. Well, yeah. I'm probably going to run into my death a good number of times before I figure out how to do it. Unless I can get the Mantis Blades early. Yeah. So, in so which he, case, I'm just chopping everybody into pieces. Here, here's the deal, though. So I would define save, save scumming as right before every major decision. Like, let yourself live with your decision. Oh, for like, sure. we're, we're definitely yeah, going to die a bunch. I don't mind saving if, if you die. Because I'm okay. honestly, I'm, I'm going to play this game on one above normal. Whatever one above okay. normal is. Because I, I, yeah, he's not saying don't save. Just yeah, yeah. Yeah, save okay. scumming is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. A very particular. I want to <laughs> see all of the options. Exactly. Save yeah. mode. Yeah, so the goal is no, to have good. The goal is experience and i mean like I, I, no one's gonna check like i mean this is it, why it, i like it, life is strange oh yeah i've heard about because safe scumming is part of the mechanic basically <laughs> <laughs> wait explain this to me yeah yeah go in for a it, nutshell, it a in, a, in a nutshell uh life is strange you play a girl who has superpowers she can rewind time so you can make a decision and rewind it and see the different options that's amazing, uh, but 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 yeah. it's all, but it's also an unreliable mechanic, which is the interesting thing. It doesn't always work yeah. the same way. So yeah, it's like it's it, yeah, fascinating. <laughs> Again, railroad still interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. they, they limit your options, but it's still great. Um, so yeah, like it's I I think I, I think just as I get into this, like I. Let, 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 let's shift. This is this is this is this is negative. We know the stuff that we're going to. We know the stuff we're a little worried about. Unless Marcus wants to crack at what it. What are we too, excited for? About. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there is stuff I'm worried about, but I'm going to say what I'm excited about. Yeah, hit us, <laughs> hit us. Go for it, Marcus. Bring in the positivity. Um, Just you know, I'm in that tramp stamp what, right now. What I what I what I assume nobody is talking about is Jackie, V's best friend, yeah. because in every almost every iteration, he is there, and he seems to be basically it's probably doesn't do him too justice, but we'll see how the AI and the storytelling go. Uh, he is going to be your uh, dog in fable in the fable series. Oh yeah. And he's going to be your best bud. And depending on your decisions and everything, he is going to change with you because mm. what he looked like in the uh, 40, 40 plus minute uh, gameplay mm -hmm. is he looked different in the second announcement trailer. Mm -hmm. uh i noticed and that's where it like i'm like oh does jackie change depending on what vi play as you know mm -hmm. uh is he going to change depending on what lifestyle because i assumed regardless of what lifestyle you in if he's going to be like the dog in fable you are going to run into jackie at some point when you're and trying buddy to up with him car. yeah or something yeah. and uh so i was like I'm excited to see how they they kind of make us care about Jackie. Or maybe we don't care about Jackie and there's an option to just off him and you know uh, opening move. You, you know, yeah, or something, you know, or and then like not, you, you're shut out to that content. Or not playing your little game, C D project, right? <laughs> Like, so you don't own me. Jack, you you unlocked uh, extreme difficulty because you don't yeah. always have that guy with at your back. You, they literally just don't tell you any missions anymore. You're just there, <laughs> like you're just in night so, city. Mm. So I'm excited to what what what's going to happen with him. I'm also yeah. excited uh, about again, like the like how how far can we push this game? Yeah. Um, you know, or am I going to, at any time, am I going to feel like I'm forced into doing something? Mm. Also, um, in a bad when you way. were bringing up, when you were bringing up, uh, excuse me, when you were bringing up, uh, like Fallout games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, I specifically rem remember when I like finally sat myself down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to freaking finish a story in uh new vegas <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and i'm like okay i'm gonna i guess freaking uh california new republic i'm gonna i'm gonna be the good guy in this playthrough because yeah. that's how i played fallout you know three the, the game prior it's like okay this is my good this is my uh good uh playthrough first and then here's my evil character my but second are the ncr the good guys see <laughs> 
Well, they seem to be. Uh, that that was that was a good that was a good thing that they did. It's like, are they or are they not? But I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna. They, they seem to be the the freaking the uh, goodest Captain Americas or whatever of of all the factions. So I'll just start with them. And I was NCR all the way up to the point until you meet Yes Man. And do you <laughs> guys remember the feeling you felt when you talked to Yes Man and realized what the options laid before you? Yeah. So uh, to, to, to give our, our listeners a bit of like a, a backdrop on this, uh, New Vegas was a masterful fallout released by Obsidian who came out of Black Isle to finish it. They're also, uh, Obsidian did um, The Outer Planets as well. So really, really neat games. And New Vegas had a complicated plot in which at l- four major factions were fighting over a place. And I'm just going to tell you this, like, here's the deal. If you have a good choice and a bad choice, the choice is easy. If you have two good choices, it's very hard. If you have two bad choices, it's very hard. Like that's what Fallout New Vegas was, is you, you, you're you trying to look after a lot of people and you make a lot of friends along the way. And sometimes you got to kill all their friends. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. like you wind up in ugly situations and you're kind of like, this isn't good and you and you, and you wind up like especially the, there's a group of people who are pretending to be uh, elvis because they found old elvis tapes it's post-apocalyptic and so they emulate oh, his yeah. lifestyle in every way and you know they they are fun like you like them and then you some people that are also good and want to get things done <laughs> kind of need them killed and so you're kind of like oh i don't know what to do <laughs> so yeah these are the kind of choices but, that are great. I'm sorry, carry on. Like, where, where Fallout 4 had criticism in its endings that seemed to be like, oh, it's the same ending with a different skin depending on what faction you chose. Yeah. Um, that's what I was expecting with this. I'm like, okay, here's factions. There's going to be an ending for each of them. Okay. And when I got to Yes Man, I realized I, I, I went off track on purpose of the MCR because I realized there's an there's a path here where none of the factions win because I win. (laughs) And I was so drunk with power uh, at at this prospect throughout the entire film. I, the the rest of the game was like so excited. And I'm wondering, because when Seth, when you were talking about like, yeah, I'm going to sell out to the, the corporations and everything. And it seems like, you know, with the different lifestyles, there's, you know, all these different factions. You have, what was it, the Moxies, the Nomads, the Corps, the Militex, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, wondering, I'm wondering if, if in Seth's playthrough, you know, when you sell it so much and you get, you know, up in the corporate and you're trusted with all these secrets, if there's a spot, if there's a yes-man moment yeah, where you just, so. you just find out, like, oh, there's, here's a piece of information yeah. no one else knows about. You get tempted with power. Hmm. I hope so. I, yeah, I Seth think, will, you know, because, oh, yeah. I mean, the whole point of sell, of the sellout lifestyle is trading up. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you're, yeah. Always, you're always trading up. You're climbing that ladder, man. And yeah. I know the advertisements are like, you know, wake up, Samurai. We have a city to burn. But can I rule it instead? Right. You yeah. know, Which can you f- become the beast basically? But, and but that would mean betraying Keanu Reeves. It would. But is Keanu Reeves a good guy? This wow. is what's we'll so see. interesting. There's so much unknown about the actual story. They've done a really good job with that. Yeah, they they've done a very good job. And and I think one of the things that I'm really excited about is is to explore the world. So uh, I don't, and I don't mean that in the in the sense that I typically would with this podcast because you know I love world building and I'm and I love cyberpunk and I'm really excited to see sort of the interaction of those things but with this game in particular I'm really interested in the decisions that they made in building this world because mm-hmm. one of the things that CD Project Red does really well is world construction and making everything feel like it's supposed to be there. Mm. And this is especially interesting considering that this game is set in a specific geographic location, not a bunch of different geographic locations. Yeah, it's one city we're looking it's at. It's one city. And so they have had to fit a huge amount of different sorts of worlds 
into this one city. Just the same way that if you go to a real city and you walk around, you will find different worlds. I was just actually remarking on this uh, with my wife probably a week ago. We were driving through the city I live in and we drove through one little section which was completely different than the next three blocks. And, yeah. and literally by crossing a street, your experience of life would be different. Or at least by living on that other side of the street, your experience of life is going to be totally different. The people around you are going to be different. The people who are going to think differently, the things you have access to are going to be different. You know, the school you go to, the opportunities you have, the um, types of stores, the culture of the people, the social <clears throat> life, all of that is so different just by going a couple blocks, right? Yeah. And so I'm really interested to see how, and I'm excited to explore how that feels and if they capture that feeling in and Night City. So a couple of things. One is I'm, I'm given to understand that they're going to embrace verticality a lot in Night yes. City, right? So like one of the things that's sort of disappointing, um, and I'm going to pick on Fallout, like it's, which, which, is, which is bad because the, the reason I pick on it is probably because it draws the most attention because it is a very good game. Mm -hmm. All right. So like, just to be clear, like it's a very good game. I love it. Yep. But um, as you're wandering around Fallout, right? All the towns like feel really tiny. Like yes. no matter where you go, it's like there's like mm -hmm. 10 people, two of them you can talk to and you won't get script dialogue. Um, they did a good job in Fallout 4 of where you could look up and around and you could hear the skyscrapers, gunk, 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 oh, kind of yeah. sounds and like all the time. And that was really cool. But the reality was, is most of that was facade, right? Right. What you I couldn't find, actually go into all of those rooms. Yeah, every, all the doors were boarded yeah. up with like plywood and stuff. And like, so the thing is though, is like, with Night City, I get the feeling because they're able to devote their attention entirely to one city. My, my, my temptation is to kind of compare this more to GTA, right. where I, okay. I feel like it's going to feel a little bit more alive and a little bit more lively. I think there's going to be a lot more places to go in and to fall out of and to jump onto. Like, I think I, my understanding is mm -hmm. they've ditched the idea of wall walking with um, Mantis uh, blades and stuff, I'm which so is disappointing. Yeah, I know. I'm a little disappointed. They were going to do a little bit more traversal stuff, oh, really? but like, yeah, yeah. But I, I still sense that in this one, there's going to be a lot of getting in elevators and going to different floors on different buildings and climbing up stairwells and doing shootouts, you know, where the guys yeah. are way above you and like, you know, or taking tram rides or riding around in your car. And, and you know, I can understand yeah. that because if, if you give them just through, if people can climb up with Manta blades, they're going to skip out on all of the this stuff that you know all the people on made and they're just going to freaking knuckles climb all the way to the highest skyscraper yeah, and, yeah. and jump off it yeah. to their deaths like well, i would say yeah that's the first thing everybody does when they play spider-man top of the empire state mm -hmm. building straight into the ground um assassin's creed dive <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's that's the thing though is like it, they, they the 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 ability to move around like that really changes level design uh it does but, so it's an, an interesting thing. The thing that's kind of thrown me off, the thing that surprised me. All right. Every time I play a role-playing game, I see all the awesome armor that comes out and mm. you get all the special armor. And before long, you've got an iron pauldron, a leather loincloth, like a bare chest because of the arcane runes you have. You've got like, <laughs> you know, and, and like- And a parrot the, hat. Yeah, and a parrot hat. And like- <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're just like wandering around and you always look like a freaking maniac and like and, and people and, still let you into their towns but you also have ridiculous stats because those were right. all the weight crate so what they've done in this game is actually I, I now i believe you get to choose your style right the entropy uh, which is the style i chose which is the people of walmart look and then you've got the, the, the kitsch the neo kitsch and, and neo-militarism and you pick that style and you get to wear that style, right? Because a lot right. of the modifications are going to be modifications that you don't necessarily see, right? So I think even with all the mods and the improvements, you're going to have a lot of ability to customize your character's appearance, which for the first time to me, I'm actually like, 
I, I, every time my wife walks in and I'm playing a game, she just looks at my character and goes, you look like an idiot. And I'm like, yeah, but I can blow <laughs> anyone up. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, God forbid anybody tells me because I've got a bazooka. Like, and it's just like, that's, that's just like how it is, you know? And like, I'm excited to actually play a game that has a, a coherent feel to it. And this is part of the world yeah, building yeah. element, you know? It's right. like, it's, um, and, and, and that's actually kind of exciting to me in a weird way. And, and here's, here's another one, right? Here's, here's a real weird one. You guys remember GTA, the radio stations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to oh, have yeah. that. They're going to have that. They're going to have that in Cyberpunk. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. So like they're going to do a lot of these kind of like celebrities. And they're also going to be people you can't necessarily reach. Because the first thing everybody thinks when they hear somebody talking on the radio in a video game is, we're going to find that guy and shoot him. You know? And it's <laughs> like, but these guys are going to be unreachable. So it's you're just going to have these interesting people posting comments and news reports. And it sounds like they've actually given them like personalities. They're, they've got a cyberpunk sort of Jimmy fallon kind of guy who's on a space station. He floats around. And he has weird loopy arm things. And he talks to people and <laughs> interviews while the game's going on and you get this other like social media lady who is just like oh check out this lady she's chopping these guys up with mantis blades and like all these kinds of things are like popping up and it's like i i'm really excited to just kind of let that delight me i'm going to have the radio on wherever i go you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i I think that's a fun part of fallout too that they brought in there that you're always hearing this person commenting on what you're doing and i'm like i'm stoked i'm stoked like i think that's gonna be fun i think so Alien yeah, National Wasteland. Good. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Isn't it great? Like, it's, it's, it's you, everybody remembers this three dog here. Like, you know, it's like, that was great. And like, we're going to get a little bit of that too. Or the Globo Monstrosity from GTA, where they just described this obscene SUV that was basically a battle tank. And it was just amazing. The ads they put on there were so funny. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that we'll get a little bit of that kind of like, um, that sort of humor in there mm-hmm. and that sort of oh, like yeah. the, the, the whole thing about talking about how people like, you know, this lady getting really excited about this girl just like cutting people up like with mantis mm-hmm. blades. And it's like, you're kind of like, that's disgusting. Like, why are we like looking at this? Like this yeah. is terrible for you. And but, so, yeah. so that brings up something I'm really curious about. And that is how seriously is this game going to take itself? I, I think it's varied. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, the, the early ad campaigns, like, because this is something Mar- Marcus actually has 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 some disagreements with me about this one, but I think I think this is interesting. I think their tone of ads changed. I think early oh, yeah. on they, they were more bleak, and then later on it was like we're gonna raise paint this city red. It just goes, guys like jumping over cars. The next one, the first one was a woman who had clearly like robotic elements and was just deactivated, and she was stood in the middle of a in the middle of a room full of corpses, and there were corporate police pulling in. It was black of night. There were lights on. There was mist, and they're shooting her, and none of the bullets are penetrating. And just as a a guy who's clearly had a bunch of cybernetic augmentation of cop comes up and puts a gun to her head to finish her off you see her eye move and like that is almost horror right that is that is very bleak Mm -hmm. and now they're kind of more they've gone more they've gone full gta on it it's more like yeah Yeah. let's burn crap down you know right drive your car real fast jump over the hood shoot some people but yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it sounds fun. And, and, and I wonder if it might be a both and. I'd, I'd, I'd love your thoughts on this, Marcus, because I, I know me I know me. Oh, yeah. Well, well no, I got gotcha. you. I think, I think they're going with the Mortal Kombat uh, <laughs> philosophy. Uh, come for the gore, stay for the lore. Yeah. Um, oh, kind of mentality. Yeah. Uh, basically, because, yeah, that, that very first teaser t- trailer, I only kind of heard about Cyberpunk as a world. I wasn't really... Uh, into it, but it definitely piqued my interest because I yeah. do like the genre. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, seeing seeing that, I'm I'm already hearing that sound, uh, the, the, that responsibility uh, song that that plays as the bullets are like just gliding through and then yeah. just shattering on her cheek. Yeah. Um, Which was, was pretty much the coolest, probably one it, of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's part that, of the reason we, we stuck around mis- eight years, apparently. The mysterious apparently. ending to that trailer where then she's in the, the I, I would guess, you know, arrested in the back of the van, but then she pulls on, like, the cop headband. And you know it's after because there's still that bullet scar on her cheek. Right. And yeah. it's like, wait, did she just get indoctrinated as a cop? She just... So there's a thing... Uh, 
no, it, it is in the cyberpunk universe. I knew about this because it was brought to me later on and I was fascinated with the idea. And I think, yeah, it is canon in the cyberpunk universe. There is a thing called going cyber psycho. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where, which I think is, is where the underlying, that's what the teaser was. It showed the aftermath of somebody going cyber psycho. Correct. And I think, and I think maybe they're under, you know, that's going to be more, you know, later in the game. And they're like, "Uh, that's maybe too heavy for right now, you know, but that is like the embodiment of like, no, you, you didn't just sell out. You sold your soul. You're no longer. Yeah. So that's, what's going to be very interesting about the way I'm playing this. Yeah. And we haven't yet seen if they are including humanity level. Humanity level is what in the cyberpunk world, um, or in the in the RPGs that they have used to represent how much uh, modification you can take mm-hmm. at a certain point, you step over the line, you lose your humanity, and you become prone to like violent outburst, right, and homicidal tendency. Like you 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 start going into the world of I'm just going to rip everybody to pieces, and so I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what they do with this. It could be like a hidden stat. That 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 would be amazing. That that like okay. So I played I I played a little bit of this other cyberpunk uh, game called System Shock. Oh no, not System Shock yet. That's still on the list. It's called Observer, and you 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 play a cybered out dude, but he cybered out to help investigate and everything. But the thing is, almost like uh, in Deus Ex, where people have to have a drug so that their body doesn't reject the cybernetics, mm-hmm. there's a there's a mechanic in that in the game. And I didn't realize you needed to take this medicine in the game because as you teeter out and your cybernetics get unbalanced, your vision kind of goes. And I thought it was it's kind of a spooky game, so I thought that it was just for for effect but it wouldn't go away and it just kept getting worse and worse and i'm like there's nothing happening why why is it getting dramatic why was my vision getting all glitchy why am i hearing my dead kids voice around the corner saying (laughs) dad where are you and just like i'm like oh medicine and all that went away oh i can't do a cyber i was going to i was going cyber psycho without this stuff you know? You, you, you know, though, that that kind of an effect would be phenomenal as, as yeah, I think it, it, they if they do. could distort you a little bit, like something that doesn't even necessarily um, like wreck your stats. It just causes a little bit of confusion, you know, it, it's, like, yeah, it's a, it's a gameplay thing. Well, so that's yeah. OK. So this is also getting into hacking because yeah. hacking is going to from all the footage we've seen, it's going to be a bit of a trippy experience. Yeah. Right. Not not the actual like hack somebody's cyberware when you're like engaging in a fight, but instead the whole hacking world. Right. Mm. Um, it's going to be a bit of a trippy experience, and I'm I'm interested to see what they do with it. I'm also interested to see if I can get through the game without actually jumping in. Like, can I actually play a meathead who's too dumb to <laughs> to like jump into? the cyber world i don't know i'm interested yeah yeah no that that's that's super interesting i I think i think my my hope for this is that there's going to be a variety of ways to play and a variety of ways to explore the themes that cyberpunk brings out right like like you're like and i like the different characters that we've that we've chosen and the direction we're going to go because we'll be able to explore lots of different elements of that like and it's i'm I'm yeah, the, the, dis- yeah. the discussion about the world is going to be really interesting. Yeah. And it'll be most interesting, in my opinion, to see how our experience of the world differs depending on the path that we take. Yeah. So I, we, we should probably draw it to a close about here. We've been doing, we go and go for, going for a little bit here. Um, but like a couple of, couple of things to leave you with. One is that we are looking at putting out a little bit of video content for this. So Seth is going to be running a, uh, Seth is going to be running his character. Marcus and I are going to patch in, have a little talk with him. And we may even invite other people along as well. Technology willing. If we can get some folks on the discord in, we'd love that. Uh, Seth, do you want to chime in? Yeah. Yeah. Especially patrons. So sign up for our Patreon. 
Yeah, absolutely. That was the other thing. Me and Seth just made the decision today. We're just going to dump everything as soon as we get it done on Patreon. So if you want to get our episodes done, if you want our episodes out a little bit quicker, then like- And more episodes. And also more episodes, because we make about 50% extra episodes. So you would get uh, one every four weeks additional- to the one every two weeks we usually make. So um, yeah. New episode. yeah, it's another episode. So if you want more, you can get more along with a lot of other goodies. And I, I, I like to pitch memes past the patrons. I like to put polls up there once in a while. So go ahead and join us. And like, we'd, we'd love to just have you with us and getting your input on where you want this podcast to go. Cause we want to know what you think. We, we didn't, we didn't call it a club for no reason. It's not just the podcast. Right. We're making a lot of stuff mm-hmm. here and we'd really love you guys to just weigh in. With that, I'm going to leave you guys be because I am so excited about this game and so sad I have to stare into Keanu Reeves' dreamy eyes for another 21 days before the product comes to pass. So You say that until you start staring. <laughs> <laughs> and then you never want to look away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, goodbye, everybody. Thank you for joining the World Craft Club podcast. Please go ahead and like us, subscribe to us on your preferred app. And if you use iTunes, rate us five stars if you think we're worth the rating. It really helps our numbers. If you're listening here, you're missing out on half the content along with loads of other goodies. So please consider becoming an exclusive club member at our Patreon page, starting at as low as $5 a month. If you have any questions, you can go ahead and jump on our webpage, worldcraftclub.com, to get the latest updates on our blog. We're also available on Twitter and Instagram. This has been the World Craft Club Podcast. Thank you for listening.